Yo, 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 down to the wire 513, back in the building. Well, I'm back in the building. My brother's fly man, he, he, he's at home at the crib in, in Las yo. Vegas, social distancing. Doc is off somewhere, social distancing. <laughs> maybe, maybe he'll check in later, but uh, we shall see. But other than that, fly man, how you been, brother? Man, I've been chilling, T. Been chilling, man. Been still, you know, quarantine. Hope everybody out there is safe. Healthy. How you? How you been, brother? Hey man, been, hey man. All right, man. You enjoy your Cinco de Mayo yesterday. Have some taco. Have a tacos and uh, may, maybe I know you don't drink a lot, but maybe have a shot of tequila somewhere. Man, I didn't have. I ain't had no tacos. I had no shot of tequila yesterday, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know. I was, I was looking for somewhere to order margaritas, but we couldn't find where. So I just had a burger like usual, man. You know. <laughs> yeah, what about like, you? No, nah, yes, I, nah, I mean. I, I just had I had a shot of tequila and Mexican food. This is not not really my thing. I'm not a big Mexican food eater. So I mean, I just I just had a shot of tequila and, and called it called it a night. Dog. Called it a night. Sounds good night. But uh, man, definitely, hey, definitely got some got some news to to talk about today. And we ain't had to come up. With, we can save our, our our list topic for another week down the road. Man, but we got we got some news, news some news to talk about. Andy Dalton, former Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, has found himself a new home. Well, I won't say a new home. Let's say he, he's returning home to the, to the state of Texas. He assigned yeah, a, he a new signed, NFL home. Yes, a new NFL home. He assigned a, a one-year deal uh, with, the, with the Dallas Cowboys. The deal is worth $7 million, uh, $3 million guaranteed. Um, what you, what this was your overall – uh, reaction when you first heard the news that Andy Dalton is a Dallas Cowboy? Um, I wasn't as shocked as I thought I would be. Uh, down looking back at it, and my first thing I was like, "Dang, all right, it's crazy." But um, I was kind of shocked in the sense that you know, going there, he kind of signed up to be back up for sure. You know, um, if everything works out with Dak, which I'm presuming is, you know, he was going to play this year uh, under attack. Um, he definitely knows he's not going to start over Dak to start out the season. But if I'm Andy, man, I'm feeling like I come in and, pr- and prove that I can you know, play just as good as not if not better than Dak. You know, Dak ain't, ain't played greatest in, in some big games. So I'm going to just stay, stay ready, you know, for, you know, if something happens where he slips up, ready to still take a spot. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a good move. And to be honest, like if anybody said they had like Dallas was a good spot for him, I mean, I I, I had to call I had to call y'all on it because I, I don't think nobody would expect any dollar yeah. to sign with the Dallas Cowboys. But looking at it from a bigger picture, it's definitely a good fit for him because, like you said, Dak is either you know I, I, I said this in a group chat, Dak is either going he's going to either sit out because he, he doesn't he's not getting a long term contract that he want, or Dak could end up being Dak and. Start screwing up, and you have a, you have a valuable backup, and who could possibly save your season. Like, if your season is hanging in the balance, and Dak has not been playing well, and you're on the verge of possibly making the playoffs or missing the playoffs, you have a, a valuable quarterback in, in Andy Dalton who's had success by getting his team in the playoffs. Now, playing well in the playoffs is a whole different story, but he at least led the Bengals to five straight seasons uh, with the playoffs, so he he's capable of getting you there. And hell, the, the the last year, although he he didn't start, the Bengals had a chance of winning, and we all know what happened with uh with the Jeremy Hill fumble and all that. So, but so yeah, because maybe the right situation, the right group of players, and and the, the right team, Andy Dog can finally get 
a much needed, much value uh, win in the playoffs to, to help his career, uh, established career as as one of the one of the better quarterbacks. But overall, I, I do like the fit for Andy Dalton, and I'm with you. I think he has. I think he has a chance to play this year. Uh, in Dallas. Yeah, man. I mean, I think it was a great move for the Cowboys too. That's like you said, you know, um, Andy ain't he's not you know elite by any means, but he can definitely get you get you to the playoffs. You know, as you proved in Cincinnati, you know, and um, and they do have a superior O line in Dallas that might help them out if things do or don't go well with Dak. And you never know, man. It's a good move for the team because if Dak goes out there and get hurt, he got a great backup. We got the best backup in the league, I think. You know, now um, so. Hey, good move for the team, and it also kind of puts gives gives them leverage over that. Now it's like, all right, you want all that crazy money? All right, we're gonna see how you feel now. We got we got another Pro Bowl, you know, because Andy Dalton's what, but I think it's a two three time Pro Bowler. We got another Pro Bowl quarterback in here now, so now kind of messes up Dak's leverage because it's like you already you know Dak numbers ain't bad, but you know the, the record he can't he can't expect. You can't expect to get, you know, top top tier quarterback money if you're not, you know, obviously a top tier quarterback, which I don't think he's top tier quarterback. I don't think anybody would argue that. But, you know, now he's gonna have to either choose, all right, let me just let me go talk to them and take a little bit less than I was asking for. Or he's gonna risk losing his job, you know, because yeah. if he comes in with a bad attitude and, you know, don't want to go to training camp and don't wanna, you know, do what he gotta do. I don't think Jerry Jones have any problems saying, I already got any down for a great great contract over here. I'll go ahead and just, you know, cut ties with you. You know, you're going to be a headache at this point anyway. You know, this guy ain't ain't the best, but, you know, we can build pieces around him and make something out of it. And the, and the thing with Dak is, it's like Dak, you play. I mean, I know you, I know you want the long-term success, but long-term contract because, I mean, I, we all know, like, you can get hurt at, at any given time. But the thing is, like, last year, you play under a contract, and I believe he was making maybe two million a year. So why I'm, why will you not play this year? And you're guaranteed thirty one million this year. I mean, who who will be who? It's like AJ Green. Like, why would you be stupid enough to turn down thirty one million by by not playing? And and to be honest, from the Cowboys' perspective, you haven't showed me enough last year that you deserve a long term contract because you started the season off good. Right, but did you? But did we make the playoffs? No, we 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 struck we struggled toward the, toward the back end of the year. So your play is too inconsistent to give you a long term contract. And as we've seen with with teams who been in a rush to give quarterbacks long term contracts, it quite it has not been able to work out. I look at the the Los Angeles Rams; they gave Jared Goff all that money yep. up front, and now. Now look out! Yeah, just look at look at the Rams. Their offense, at least, is in a complete re, uh, rebuild mode. They, they got rid of uh, two of their weapons, two of their biggest weapons, Brandon Cooks and uh, Todd Gurley, and their defense is going to be carrying them. Man, and, and we've been on record saying if if Jared Goff is your best guy, is your best quarterback, if Jared Goff is, if you're allowing to get Jared Goff to win you games, I don't think he can do it. Yeah, if you're allowing him to win you games, good luck. Yeah, because I mean, Johnny Hill just looking Super Bowl. You, I think they only put up twelve points when they played uh, the no, they put up, only put up three points when they uh, played the Patriots Super Bowl. So obviously, you couldn't you couldn't do it. You couldn't do enough to to get your team more points and and bring your team a Super Bowl champion championship. Yeah. So 
I mean, I, I, I get, I get where, I get where the Cowboys are at right now with Dak, and like I said, he would be stupid enough to not show up and, and get paid thirty-one million. And the Cowboys are, as you see, with this move, they're prepared to at least move on without Dak, even if, even if Dalton is the bridge guy, because I say Dalton could be a guy for the Cowboys. He could start maybe two or three years if if Dak doesn't want to play. And, and then they can find their, their yeah. next quarterback. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, but sure, bro. But you got to think, this is, this is big, though. This is a big time right now because if Dak, like, like if, if he don't come to terms, or if he don't, you know, it's cool enough on the terms, if he don't show up to these mini camps and show up to these meetings, stuff like that, with his new head coach, he's going to fall behind on offense. Yep. You know, and Don's going to be there sharp, sharp as a nail, ready, ready to go. So, you know, it's, it's going to be. It's going to be a big decision for Dak whether he wants to, you know, play the the me role. Which I mean, I don't blame him if he does. You know, I don't I don't blame players for wanting to get their money at all because, like you said, you can go out there and get hurt in a heartbeat and it'd be all over. You know, you're not getting no money. You know, um, you're not getting at least anywhere near the money you just want to get before. So I can't blame him for that. But at the same time, it's going to be a big risk because if he does come in late and he not performing well, I could easily see the head coach there, new head coach, and be like, all right, you know what? And Dog was here the whole time already. He knows the offense. I'm, I'm just gonna let Dog man he's playing his bench, you bro. You know, and that being the deal. And there's, and there's no reason for. Look, Dak can't say, can't sit up here and say that the Cowboys aren't getting him help because they've done everything in his. They got one of the best running backs in the league. They went out and drafted a, a, a one of the best wide receivers in this year's draft class. They just gave Amari Cooper a hundred million dollar contract. Uh, the, the kid uh, Michael uh, Gallup, I think that's how you pronounce his name. Yeah, he, 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 he showed he showed signs last year, so he has weapons around him to be successful. Now it's just all about you going out there, like you said, showing up to camp, studying McCarthy's offense, and and going out there to perform. Dak, this is this yeah. is this is this is all on you. You have one of the best offensive lines out there. This is all on you. You you can you you have all the tools. You need around you to go out there and be successful and show the Dallas Cowboys that you are the quarterback for the future. There's no excuse. Facts, no excuse right now. So it's gonna be interesting. So and one thing I want to. So we, we we talked about Dalton getting a, getting that new contract, and my biggest thing is how fast that contract came. I believe he the, the, the timeline. I think he got released. Thursday, yeah, he got released Thursday, the the day after the show, because of, because of course news breaks the day after, Always after the show. <laughs> so he breaks the news breaks of him getting released on Thursday, then he gets signed on Saturday. Meanwhile, if if, I, if I'm a if I'm a certain quarterback out here who who who's still searching for a job, I'm wondering like, hmm. Why? Why? How? How did this guy get signed in such short notice? And I'm still looking for a job. And so, probably had a lot of suitors as well. Like Dalton, he started with getting called. I was, I was kind of, I wasn't surprised. I guess I wasn't as surprised as I probably thought I would have been coming to Dallas. So, um, but he had a lot. He probably, from what I was hearing, the sources, he had a lot of suitors. He could have picked a lot of different places. And like you said, some quarterbacks out there ain't getting no calls. Kind of. And if, and, and if y'all don't know, I'm talking about Cam Newton. Uh, Cam Newton is still without a job. And before I, I, I make I make my big spiel on 
why I really believe why I believe he still still out of job. Just your gut instinct, Rand. Why why is Cam Newton still looking for a job in the NFL? Um, well, that's a good question. Why I, I would probably say it's it's probably the biggest elephant in the room. I mean, he's African American quarterback. He's he's a little bit flat, a lot flashy. You know, I, I think in, in the NFL today's NFL, with it being you know, if you look at your your, your typical NFL owner, they don't want anything. They don't want anything to do with that kind of um, athlete. That kind of especially in NFL, they don't want anything to do with that kind of. Athlete, they don't want that to be the face of their franchise. The quarterback is, is historically the, the face of the franchise. You know, I think, um, I think a lot of owners probably look at Cam a certain way. You know, just being real, probably look at Cam a certain way. You know, from, it's often the way he's portrayed in the media. Now, I don't think Cam was a bad guy. I've seen behind the scenes footage of Cam being, you know, one of the best guys. You know, for young fans to look up to, he's very, you know, interactive with them and everything. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think the media shows them a lot of love. You know, um, from the from the different sound bites you hear from the interviews and post game, um, you know, news conferences, they, they they don't pick the most favorable quotes to play of him. But they don't really present him in a good light. And I think, you know, um, I think owners don't want to touch him. Honestly. Look, hey, all right now. I mean. The views and points I'm about to make here, they may not they may not reflect how everybody else on down to the wire five one three feels, but this is this is this is just my my honest opinion of the of the whole Cam Newton situation. I think that I think that like if you look at the top quarterbacks in the league right now, you will say you will get you will get a, you will say. Patrick Mahomes is up there. is a top quarterback. Deshaun Watson is is one, is one of them. He, this this is no order. I'm I'm just naming top of my head top quarterbacks in the league. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson. Man, I mean that hell. Even if you want to throw Dak Prescott in there, yeah. I, I wouldn't say he, I wouldn't say Dak is top five, but he's he's definitely proven that when he's on when he's on his game, he can be a top ten quarterback in, in the league. Mm-hmm. At that at that quarterback position, there's always been the token white guy as the face of the front of a quarterback in in the in football. Mm-hmm. For, for a long time, is is it's been Tom Brady, or you or you could or you could say it's been Aaron Rodgers, depending on your preference, or Peyton Manning when he when he was in the, in the game. But but it's been one of those three guys. Yeah, for the last, like, it, it was years. it was one of those guys. But now the to to me the face of the quarterback in in football is Patrick Mahomes. And behind, and, behind, and behind him, you could say you could say Russell Wilson. I mean, no, like I said, no disrespect to what Brady, Breeze, and all of them, Eric Rodgers have done throughout their career. They're they're future Hall of Famers, but if we're talking about best quarterbacks in the game today, I would I w- I will put I would take either Mahomes or Russell Wilson over over any of them because of, because of youth and, and what 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 they can do. And the thing with Cam Newton is. Cam, he could he could still be that elite quarterback, but he just hasn't been healthy enough to prove it. But the thing and the thing is, when he was healthy, when he was playing, it was always which Cam are we going to get? Yeah, always. And 
even even when we said that, even when we asked which cam, uh, what are we gonna get, he still he still he still performed well. Like I said, it it wasn't his MVP numbers, but he still played well. His last year where he where he started most of the games, yeah, the team didn't do well. They went six and eight, but he still threw for over thirty three hundred yards, twenty four uh, passing touchdowns, only thirteen interceptions, and. Uh, I don't have the uh, I don't have the, the his, his Russian his Russian numbers, but I'm sure he had some pretty good good numbers uh, running the ball. And then the year before that, uh, he led he led the Panthers to the playoffs over 3,300 pass yards again, uh, 22 touchdowns. So so Newton has been consistent for the most for the most part in the league since he's been in the league. And I just think with they, they still, they're still unknown with Cam Newton because he, like, he's, he's thirty years old and he can still go either way. He can, he can either decline and his career uh, ends bad, or he can still, he can still come back and show that I'm still one of the elite quarterbacks in the league. I don't think, yeah. I don't think teams want to take that risk with the group of quarterbacks I just named, with Mahomes, Jackson, Wilson, Watson. I don't think they want to add Cam Newton's name to that list so they can add more. I, 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 another African American quarterback to that list, because deep down, and, and we said, and we did say, we said this a, a while ago. Deep down in my feeling, I really think that the NFL they really hope that either Baker Mayfield gets his act together, Joe Burrow comes in and and just lights the league yeah. up, or next year Trevor Lawrence is, is the future. But I really think the NFL wants that that token white guy as as the as the face of the NFL again. I agree, cause you know, you know they probably hurt when um, when uh, Andrew Luck, uh, they probably was hurt. Like, man, you supposed to be the next one to take the torch. It was you. It was you, and he's like, "Nah, I'm out." And he's they like, "I ain't never one of these black guys." So they probably was mad, bro. Ah, so I, and I, I don't know. And I and I, I think that teams they're they're using that they're using the injury his injury history. As a way to, to keep him out of the league, because people, because people hit me up on Twitter talking about how he can't go to the team's facilities and take a physical, and 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 which for teams or whatever. Tom Brady, Tom Brady was able to get a physical with with Tampa Bay, with with no problem. Mm. Why can't why can't why can't Cam Newton get, get a physical from another doctor right. and, and 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 get the results uh, shipped uh, to the team? Yeah, or whatever. have it sent over. I mean, I mean, come on! It, it, it's it's just it's just like not not to go go off on on another tangent, but it's just like how when we we had those those group of wide receivers in the league and how they complained about wanting the ball or whatever. You hear you see them yelling at coaches on the sideline, but when Brady or them do, uh, do it, what is it? It's leadership. Yeah, it's all the passion. Yeah. So I mean, I just, I just th- I just think this is a way to. I just think they're going to use this injury history to to use Cam to, to keep Cam out of the league, and uh, as my cousin Brett said, they want basically they they want Cam to to take a backup role. And if I'm Cam, I'm not ta- I'm not I'm not willing to, to to take a take a backup role. I mean, you, yeah, especially when you got guys you know starting that's not starting that's not starting quality. Yeah, I mean, come on, bro, come on. Cam Cam Newton is easy is easily. Still, uh, in my opinion, still a top ten quarterback in the league. He could easily he could easily start for for half of these teams in the league. Now, what I will say now what I will say is this: 
his style of play as far as his running, he would have to he would have to cut that down dramatically. But the but the fact the fact still remains, he led a team to the Super Bowl without a top wide receiver in the game. The reason the reason his style of play, the reason he had to play the way he was because he hasn't had a top wide receiver since Steve Smith, and that was his rookie yeah. year. What top wide receiver has has Cam Newton ever played with? If you if 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 you if you put hell if you put Cam Newton on the Bengals, I guarantee I guarantee he would he wouldn't run, he wouldn't run the ball as much as he did down in Carolina because he there's no need for that style of play when he yeah, has you got somebody to actually throw to yes. Get that man some we- get that man some weapons. Get give him some give him some help, and then and then come talk to me about about is he if he's still uh if he's still able to perform at a high level in this league. So I I, I just I just I just think they're I just think they're using this to, to exile Cam Newton from from the league because like you said, black ball man. Yeah, it's like you said, he he's flashy, he's flashy, he 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 he's. He he does what he wants to do as as far as his hair, what he wants to wear, and all that. And I think I think this team's just like I said, just don't want to touch him. Yeah. Sad to say, but it's true, man. Because Brett said it's it's if it's for one year, just do it. But yeah, if if he takes a backup role for one year, there, there's no guarantee he'll play. Then what you, you'll you'll be you'll be you'll be reserved to a to a backup backup role. That's and, right. And, that if you take that role and he don't and he don't ever get a chance to prove that he's not that, he's gonna be that for the rest of his career. So hopefully, hopefully somebody gets Cam Cam a shot. Like I said, I, I, I'll I, like I will take Cam Newton on on the bear on the Bears. Maybe they, they had to get him a wide receiver though because they they don't have they're not the best. Um, they don't have the best wide receiver core. If he goes to New England, I think New England will use him just how, just how they did in Carolina because New England lost all their weapons on the outside. Yeah, but I nobody. So I, I I I just I just think Cam has to go somewhere with a with a good with at least one good wide receiver, so he he, he can get some help and he doesn't have to run the ball as much. That's just my take on that. Yeah, we're gonna see. Y'all listen to Down to the Wire 513. Make sure you follow us on everything Down to the Wire 513. You know, right now I'm watching, they, on ESPN, they're re-showing the uh, 1998 NBA All-Star game. But, uh, hey, so that about 10 times on this quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kobe's, Kobe's first All-Star game. Um, and as we've as we seen this past week with the last dance, uh, Jordan and Kobe's relationship was it 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 was it was big brother little brother and I mean we we all heard about it we all knew we all knew about it but just hearing it from from Kobe's mouth RIP man that was that was it, it was it was it was a little hard to watch man you know, my guy wasn't here but uh what what he, what he said really really hit me and um I'm not going to He's still my goat, in my opinion. He's still the greatest, greatest basketball player, in my opinion. But what he said w- was real, as far as saying, "Without no Jordan, there is no me." Yeah. So I'm saying that you know, without without his guidance, he wouldn't have been able to bring you know, a franchise five ring. So, man, that's you know, um, you know, like since Kobe has passed, man, I I ain't really been 
been down with the whole debate over who's better, you know, and and there's no, who's this and who's that. There's it's just, yeah, it's pointless, man. We just need to start appreciating these guys for what they are. Um, you know, just like he said, you know, there's no, you know, you, you get what you get from me because I get it from him, you know, so. Everything, every, I mean, this whole who's who's the goal, like I said, it, it's, gener, it's generational. Yeah, it's all errors, errors. Yeah, you know? I mean, because the errors is the best way to put it, man. You know, because times definitely have changed as well. So yeah, cause you know, by, by, the, by, the, by the time me and you have kids, they 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 probably never know Michael Jordan played played the game of basketball. Yeah, but all they've been known for is the owner and the, the and the shoe and guy. The shoes, yeah. I mean, and I mean, and, and people who grew up like our parents who grew up watching Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, all them. Further, further, like Kareem, whose whose name doesn't get brought up enough when when it comes yeah, to the greatest of all time conversation. So people might still know about Jordan. It's depending on people still talk about him, but yeah, people like that nobody don't know about Kareem no more. He don't get talked about today. Yeah, I mean, so like I said, this whole greatest of all time it comes down to era to era, um, and as everybody's been saying, basically, like I said, basically, Kobe was our Jordan, and to to this generation coming up today. LeBron is their Jordan, and then, hell, the next generation, maybe Zion will be their Jordan, or wh- whoever yeah, it is. Who knows, so, so it, it's, 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 like I said, it's all, it's all about era. But, uh, yeah, you got to respect it for what it is, man. Hey, if that's, if that's you know, you've been watching that guy since you were five years old, you think he the coldest ever? Hey, that's good for you to think that, man. How do you like that? He makes you feel like, of all the highlights you've ever seen, he's the coldest person you've ever seen touch basketball. Hey, if you feel that way about that, man, hey. More power to you, bro. That's kind of why I'm with the whole thing now. So, um, just watching the uh, last dance, parts five or six. Um, it sucks, man, because it because watching it, it just realized it hit me. We only got two more weeks of this, and then yeah, and then what are we going to watch? Once I they want to say air all ten parts of the last dance. What are we going to watch? By then, you never know. The way they open itself back up, you might be back. <laughs> might be some games going back on. Hopefully, <laughs> hey, hey, ho- hey, hopefully, hopefully, buddy. He, 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 something gonna be on TV. Baseball. Uh, something gonna be on TV. I'm not. I, I'm tell. I'm not. I'm not staying up to watch no damn Korean baseball. I'll tell you that much. I'm not gonna watch. Nothing. I didn't watch no baseball. I'm sorry. Well, if it's on TV, you know what? I might. I might watch this. No, yeah, this is no fan. Co- Korean. Korean. Ba- I mean, they're showing Korean baseball now uh, at late at night. That's where I draw the line. I am not staying up to one a.m. I mean, put the fake fans in the stand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not staying up to one a.m. to watch no damn Korean baseball. I'm, I'm sorry. Hey man, if you need something to watch, we just gave you the plug. Hey, but hey, if if you need something to watch, honestly, uh. Hell, I know it, it starts it starts this week, but it's a six part documentary about the Undertaker airing on the WWE Network. So, oh yeah, I'm definitely coming in. Um, each 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 episode will air every Sunday, starting this this Sunday. So, there there's some there's something I'll be looking forward to watching. Uh, once yeah. once the last dance airs, but uh, what's some of your uh, takeaways from episodes five or six from from the last dance? Um, uh, man, just the whole. Uh... Oh, that was so five with the Kobe episode, right? Uh, yeah, it's. I, I was thinking they was gonna do a little bit more with uh, talking about Kobe, but it was. Yeah, just, it was barely. Maybe it's touching a little. I thought that was gonna be like. I thought. Yeah, I thought, like I thought majority episode was gonna be about Kobe, <laughs> gonna be about Jordan yeah, Kobe relationship. Like a little five minutes. Kobe had like they gave him like two little segments. Like that's it, bro. All right, cool, whatever. 
it was it started off with the Kobe's, then they're talking about uh Jordan shoe deal and the um and the, and the Olympics. Ah, uh, okay. I seen it. I was bit that one. Um like last month on Twitter, uh, when they were talking to his agent. But yeah, biggest takeaways, man, that the whole Kobe thing, like knowing how close it was, uh, it was cool to see. You know, um, a lot of people didn't know they were that close. And seeing, you know, how, how close they were, you know, even even back then. You know, when, you know, in the locker room or on the bench, you know, you see Jordan talking, you know, you know he's going to try to take everybody one-on-one, you know, it's just, it was cool to see that. And just knowing that, um, you know, he, he definitely, definitely seen Kobe come. Like, he definitely said, like, all right, this guy, even that, that young, like that early on, seeing him, all right, this guy got, got potential to kind of be what I am. You know, and kind of, kind of take over the face of the league, you know. Um, and, like, the whole part, the whole part six was cool, too. The whole sneaker deal thing was cool. Kind of started that whole thing in the NBA, really. You know, guys had shoe deals, but they didn't have thinner shoes like him. You know, they weren't, they weren't doing that like, like, like Nike was doing with, um, Jordan, you know, so that was cool to see too. How, uh, me how, being a huge sneakerhead, you know. How how upset you think Adidas was for 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 basically giving Jordan and Nike? Man, I probably really, really, really regret that now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, really regret it. Um, you know, because I'm I'm a huge Nike guy. I used to work for the company back back in the days. You know, so I'm a huge Nike fan. So he's known the history, of everything. You know, um, I remember learning that story just. just just being thinking like, man, that's crazy. This guy actually wanted to go to Adidas, and they didn't even want to give him an offer. You know, he didn't even want Nike, but you know, Nike gave him more money than anybody was even getting at the time. So it was like a no-brainer deal for his agent. They're like, bro, you gonna turn his money back? Tripping. You know, and it turned out to be the best, best deal. You know, kind of look at him now. Nike, juggernaut. You know, Jordan makes huge money for them. So, yeah, great, great partnership. Uh, my th- my biggest takeaways from it is just it's just how how much like you think about it, man. I mean, how much pressure Jordan was under back then, and I'm I, I'm I'm just talking about from from the time he left off the court to and like from well from everything from time he he plays basketball to all the commercials and everything he has to do, all the stuff he has to do off the court. He really, yeah. ha- he really has no downtime. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he has, like I said, people people think just because you have you have all the money in the world means you're happy, but all the you pressure, can't do nothing. Yeah. Especially when you're that popular, you can't go nowhere. You can He couldn't. He couldn't go nowhere. And like when the when the camera crew came in and filled him in the hotel room, and all he was doing was just sitting back, smoking a cigar, and watching TV. He's like, "This is it," because like I can't go nowhere. The moment yeah. I go somewhere, I got people in my face asking for an autograph, want to take a picture. So I mean, and I mean you. I mean you can get that to you can give credit to LeBron too, well, more so LeBron because I mean because he's growing up with social media era too. It's a matter of if Jordan had to go through the social media era, man. How much like like how crazy it it, it would have been back then? Because hell, even when the part of the documentary when they said they got him, they got him basically. They went down O two to the Knicks. Then he went off the. To Atlantic City, the gamble, and they, yeah. and, and, and they and they started t- talking about him in the newspaper, talking about, oh, he he's he's not focused on the ser- series, he's not dedicated, bro. Imagine if TMZ back then uh, he would have been on, he would have been trending on Twitter that night. He would have been trending on Twitter that night, instantly. 
So yeah, man. Uh, like I said, just you like I said, people. You 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 think you want the fa- you think you want the fame and glory and, until it's in your face. And I just applaud Jordan for being able to, to sustain himself, to to have a mental uh be mentally aware of everything, um, not cracking under pressure, not doing anything too crazy out here while or under the spotlight, holding yeah. down. I mean, the worst thing they got on him, like I said, is the gambling. And then they also got him for that comment he made about the um, about the Republicans buy sneakers too. Yeah, I don't think that's that bad of a comment. I mean, I think that the context it was taken in was was all right, like all right, bro. It was kind of like a like a letdown if you want to call it that. But I mean, he's right. Like just because you know they don't believe the same thing I believe in, I mean, I should stand. Or right. he didn't even say what well, he actually believes in the whole thing. Like, right. He's very. Just like um, I believe what I believe in. I ain't, I'm not my place to share that with you. And I don't want you. To, I don't want you affecting the way you think about me. Which I I, I totally something for that. But you gotta think, you somebody like at that big of a of a role model with people when you don't even want to be a role model people. What you think and and, and kind of how you lean on yeah. things is really gonna have an effect on how people think about it. So I don't blame him for not wanting to be, you know, super open about his beliefs about certain stuff or his backing of certain. Um, you know, people in which he still sent the guy a check, you know, for for his campaign, but he said, I'm just not going to publicly speak against it. I don't want to mess, you know, I don't want to offend any of my people on this side that I'm cool with, too, on any other level. So I, I respect that, man. You know, that's professional. Yeah. I think I respect that. And that's the that's thing, man. If any anybody in, in, in the black community, if they make it, man, yes, yes, you you want them to, to, to reach out and help the community, but... If they if they don't want to, but that that's that's their that's their that's their prerogative. Yeah, but, they don't have to. Like they don't owe you anything. Like they don't. Like Jordan don't owe nobody nothing. Yeah. Like they wasn't with him shooting in the gym. They wasn't you know going through the struggles he had to go through to get where he got. Like they wasn't with him. You know what I'm saying? So now why they supported him and helped him get there, which I'm sure he understands. And like I said, I'm, he's I'm sure he's very charitable. Yeah, he's not open about everything, but he don't owe nobody nothing, honestly. I mean, yeah. I mean, yes, we yes we support him, but I mean, it's like basically he didn't he didn't he didn't ask for us to support him though. Yeah, he he's he's just going out there and playing basketball, playing the game he loved, getting paid to support his family. It's like I said, it's 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 our responsibility that we're attached to these players. I mean, like I said, I'm sure they they appreciate it, but co- I mean. The way the way we we went, we go out there and, and we buy Kobe jerseys, buy his shoes, buy his products, we don't have we didn't have to do that. Kobe probably right. Kobe, Kobe probably wouldn't 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 care if 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 we did or did. He appreciates it though, right? So I mean, so right. I mean, and and don't get me wrong, like these athletes, you know, they they all run models. They have, they have responsibility to at least you know. If they out here doing what they want to do, at least let let people know like, hey, this is what I want to do. Don't don't just because I'm doing this, I mean, it's right to do it. You know, like like just let people know that. But they don't owe nobody nothing. They don't have to do anything for anybody. And that's why I, don't, I hate when people you know, criticize people for for the way they want to live their lives. Like it's how they want to live, it's how they want to live. I don't, it's, they don't act to be rich, you know. They don't act to be popular. You know, they're just playing the sport they love or doing what they love to do. And happen to get popular off of it, and also they're they're reaping those benefits. So they have a responsibility to, you know, um, act accordingly or make sure they state what they're saying or state what they're doing is like you know their beliefs only. But they don't owe anybody anything. Yeah, and everybody, I say everybody who who makes it 
for, especially in the black community, they don't have to become an activist. They don't have to be be the next uh, Muhammad Ali, Bill. Yeah. If they if they if they if they, don't, if they feel a certain way about politics or whatever, or, or if they don't, like I said that, that that that's their that's their business. Yeah, just just stay consistent with it, man. That's all I do. Ask like, don't one day be with something and then flip flop when it's gonna pay for you. Yeah, that's one thing I will say. But other than that, like, yeah, they don't owe anybody anything. Facts. They don't have to be any activist. They don't have to, you know, do any of that. Like I said, like I said they, they 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 show they show appreciation. Uh, I mean, the, the the fans they they do take the time out to, the the sign autographs for take pictures with. Like I said, they're 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 do, they're very charitable. But just because he doesn't he doesn't put it on social media or or tell people about it or or have people come and cover it doesn't mean he's not doing it. So. All right. Before we get out of here, uh, we have a little we have a little good news to end the end on the end the show. Um, it says that three of the three of the NBA only three. I know that the lead the NBA is much bigger than three, but this is a start. Three NBA teams: the Portland Trailblazers, Denver Nuggets, and uh, Cleveland Cavaliers, along with several other teams. They haven't they haven't came out with haven't came out yet, but they will be opening their practice facilities on Friday. And these are these are just basically voluntary practices and workouts. So something something is happening pretty soon, and just them opening their facilities is is a, is a step in the right direction. Back, so hopefully that means um, we have some NBA basketball coming back uh, somewhat soon. You know, I know things ain't always cleared up yet, so they'll probably be with um, with no fans if we did come back, but. I'm down with that. You know, of course it would be a lot different, but uh, uh, anything to salvage the season, you know, um, anything to salvage the season, I just think it would be terrible just the whole season to waste. When we were this far down the line, if it was like 10 games deep, and it's, when something just happened, I actually just tossed that season. But, you know, this season being almost done, it was only like, what, a month and a half left of the season? Yeah, but it yeah, just hurts. About like- Almost about three weeks until well, three weeks until the playoffs start. Maybe, oh, maybe, so, oh maybe it was less than a month, but a month left for the season. So yeah, they they have to do something. Um, you know, so hopefully this is good news. You know, hopefully it's a good sign of things to come. Like we said on last show, if if they just have to start, like if eight teams have to eight teams who's already uh, spotted in the playoffs, if, if those are eight teams, cool. If we got if the first yep. if the first two rounds are best of three or best of five, cool. I, I look right now. I, I'll I'll take anything I can get right about now. Yeah, I'll take anything, man. Just I don't know if they have to convince it. Um, just make it like. So let me see. If they do the first like what, two rounds, best of like three, conference finals best of five, finals best of seven. They can get that whole. Like tournament down like a month probably. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, let's let's just say, let's say June. They start by June. They could they could easily have the the entire playoffs finish by the by by first week of July. Oh yeah, so we need to go ahead and do something like that now. Whether I don't know what that's all going to entail. Of course, that would probably mean getting all the teams kind of in one central kind of area. Right. Um, kind of, you know, 
but it only had to be for like a month. Like, it's only going to be for a month. Just finish it up. We're only going to be eight teams. All right, well, eight teams each side, 16 teams. Let's go ahead and just, you know, finish it up. I don't know where they're going to have to do it at, though, but I think that would be dope. If they talk about doing it at Disney, that's definitely big enough. Yeah, Disney. Where you can get, you know, it has to be like just have to strip everything down to like, like team, essential team members, like like essential uh, team staff, like doctors, stuff like that. It can't be like, no, it's exactly that's coming along, just coming along, you know? Yeah, they definitely have it at Disney or have it at Dana White's private uh, uh, fight island because there is a UFC fight going UFC fight going on this weekend. Oh, word? Yes, there. I didn't even hear about that. Oh, that's dope. The the, the UFC and, <laughs> and, and, and they say it's it's one of the biggest cards ever. Hey, so, Dan White is a G, bro. So UFC, hey, he is a goat. We have something to watch this Saturday. UFC is, oh, is, is back is on Saturday. Goat. Uh, I'm not, I ain't even know about this. Wrestling fans in the I'm chat. Money in the Bank is Sunday as well. Money in the Bank. Uh, I'm not watching that too. They're, <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're, they're, they're doing something different. They're fighting at the Money in the Bank will take place at the corporate office in 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 Connecticut. So we shall see how how, how that goes. Whack. They probably already recorded. <laughs> yeah, it's already yeah, recorded. Oh, yeah, man. They, they, I'm just they, they, that's whack. They recorded, um, well, maybe three weeks ago. Two or three weeks. Oh, uh, yeah, that's super white. So that's going on Sunday. And then, like you said, we got the Last Dance Part 7 and 8 this weekend. As yes. Well, as well as the first part of The Undertaker's documentary on the WWE Network. So we have stuff to watch this weekend for sure. For sure. But appreciate everybody for rocking out with us for another week during this during this. Yes, morning. sir. Well, man, where, where, can they, where can they find you at on all socials? Follow me on everything at Flyman Ran. I'm thinking about changing my 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 uh, Twitter, all my handles soon. Now we'll we'll see we'll see how it goes. But for now, follow me everything at Flyman Ran. Um, we're gonna find you at it's Very simple, real simple. Uh, find me on everything at the Taren Bland at the Taren Bland. And uh, if you locally, man, ch- check me out every Friday and Saturday. 102.3 to be got the hottest mix show on the weekends. Yes, sir. And hey, just tr- just trying just trying to trying to stay busy during these times, man. Trying to I drive myself crazy. Same, man. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but appreciate appreciate y'all rocking out with us uh, once again. And uh, uh, well, hey, it's been real. For for Doc, for myself, for Fly Man, it's down to the wire five one three. Follow us on everything down to the wire five one three. Just Google us, man. That's the easiest way, and uh, we'll catch y'all next week. Sit up, never like you know it's put you pack it with them scam, but don't be gon' sit up to have it. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, woo! Oh, you feeling sturdy? You feeling sturdy? Shake it, shake it, shake it. She like the way that I dance, she like the way that I move, she like the way that I rock, she like the way that I woo, and she let it clap for it, she let it clap for it, and she throw it back for it, yeah she throw it back for it, Mike and Mary, Mike and Mary, Billy Jean, Billy Jean, uh, Christian Dior, Dior, I'm up in all the stores, when it rains it pours, she like the way I Like the way I heard.
Put it on pay. Give me lit. I can't with this.